0: Welcome to the From Campus to Careers podcast, the podcast brought to you by Aston University's Careers and Placements team. My name is Abby, and I'm going to be your host for today's episode. Today we're going to be chatting to placement student Jack. Jack is studying Business and Management and he's currently on a 12-month placement with Traffic Group Signals. He's having a great experience so far and he was really keen to come onto the podcast today and chat to you about it and give you, our listeners, an idea of what placement could be like. Um, Jack has a lot of really good advice um, and it's really interesting to hear what he gets up to on his placement so make sure you stay tuned and enjoy the episode. Without further ado let's welcome Jack. Okay hi Jack welcome to the From Campus to Careers podcast and thank you for taking the time out to chat to us today.
1: No problem I'm just working from home today but it's nice to get on here and talk to you again. Yeah. Um, how, how are you doing how's your week going? Uh,
0: my week is going pretty well thank you I'm enjoying the fact that it's sunny outside today hoping that it's gonna stay. Um, so Jack let's kick things off with an introduction. Would you mind telling our listeners a little bit about yourself as well as what you're doing with your placement year?
1: So I'm on my placement year. Uh, I'm 21 years old working for a company called Traffic Group Signals. They manufacture and service portable and temporary traffic lights. Uh, My placement's actually operations-based so There's a few little projects that uh, I'm kind of juggling around efficiency and customer experience. Um, But then again, away from my professional life, um, I'm really into my fitness and my rugby. Fortunately, with the announcements, uh, we'll be able to play rugby again very soon. Um, It's seven seasons, so there's lots of cool weekends that we're planning away, uh, travelling up and around the country. And I can't wait, to be honest, it's going to be really nice. It's been about a year, actually, since I've played any kind of sport and it's something I've done since I was very young. So it's nice that um, I'm kind of just past the halfway point of my placement. I'm now getting more into that balanced life of professional work, but also doing the things I enjoy on the other side. And it's something I'm really looking forward to.
0: Yeah, okay, that's great. And um, so you mentioned that you're on placement with Traffic Group Signals. Did you know much about Traffic Lights when you started working there? (laughs) Or is
1: it completely new to you? Yeah, I didn't really know a whole lot about traffic lights. And when I first started there, someone said to me that it's probably not something that you've ever thought of, but very soon you'll start thinking of it all the time. You'll be telling all your friends about it. And they were exactly right. And the thing I do like, though, and one thing that it's really brought to me, uh, brought out to me, sorry, is that the stuff I've learned at uni is applicable to a wide variety of situations. So uh, I'd always thought of operations management as something around like the automotive industry, because that's how where my dad worked his whole life. Um, but seeing that the same techniques and skills that you'd use in analysis of operations in the automotive industry also applies to traffic lights. It also applies to anything really. And that's something that uh, I've really learned throughout this placement and it's been quite nice to see how my skills are really applicable to a wide variety of situations.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay that sounds great and um, we'll come back to what you do sort of on a day-to-day basis on placement. If we rewind for now, um, when did you actually secure your placement because you must have been looking in what 2020? 2019,
1: 2020? Yeah I was very lucky I think that I managed to secure my placement just as things were kicking off with COVID. I remember an email exchange actually in March where I asked the my, my contact at Traffic Group Signals if I could perhaps start a bit earlier because uni was closing. I thought, oh, I'm going to need to fill this time somewhat. Um, but yeah, it started March 2020 just before life changed as we know it, didn't it? It was, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay so I suppose you're quite lucky in that you you'd had that already confirmed when you started. Was there anything that you did that you think really helped you to secure your placement quite early on in the year? Did you have any support from CMP? Were there things that you'd perhaps seen online that helped anything?
1: Yeah, careers and placements were really helpful. I had placement preparation lectures um with advice for my CV, my cover letter, um, lots of little workshop things that um, I-, I could sit with an advisor and they'd give me advice on like using dynamic verbs in my CV on how to structure things correctly and that those things really gave me the confidence to go out there and apply for different placements. I think persistency in getting the applications done is quite a key thing. I was fortunate that um, I maybe had a couple of options with my placements and I was probably able to choose one that was better for me. But the only reason I was in that position is because I really did try and broaden out my horizons and apply to different things. And fortunately, it it worked out.
0: That is good. So I take it you didn't secure the first placement you applied to?
1: No, I I applied to probably 10, 15 placements. Um, I went along to interviews, um, nothing online. It was all still uh, in person back then, pre-COVID. Um, there was some in Birmingham I went to. Um, actually, no, no, they were all in Birmingham. And like I said, there was a couple of choices that I had. And I, I think to start with, though, just on a little caveat, I was probably a little bit guilty of trying to apply to too many things. I think I was a little bit worried about trying to get a placement, so much so that I was applying to things that probably didn't interest me. I think it's important to definitely spread yourself relatively thin but also I think I was applying to things that probably just a waste of my time that actually had no link to stuff that I'd really done before Um, but it it was good learning and going along to those different interviews and those assessment centres really helped me feel more confident so when I landed um, the interview for the placement I'm in now I was well suited to go and achieve what I wanted to.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay that's great and how did you deal with rejection because that's something that a lot of our second year students um are understandably finding quite difficult when they're applying for placements especially now in these times they're applying for placements they're either not hearing back or they're hearing back and it's a negative what would you say to those students to to kind of motivate them to keep going and not give up
1: well i think positive attitude is quite cliched but it really does work i think in the end, things do have this weird way of working out. And it's funny you should say about rejection, um, because that's exactly how this placement started off. I originally applied for a role with the sister company to Traffic Group Signals, part of the traffic group, in fact, and there wasn't a role for me. Um, it took a fair bit of question asking and emails, and it just came to light that there wasn't a role for me there. but. I kept persistent, probably like a tiny bit annoying, really, but I kept emailing, (laughs) kept myself present. um, And in the end, I think they had a HR meeting and a a role came about that suited what they wanted and suited what I needed um, to meet the criteria of a placement year. And things just fell together. Now, the only way I would have had that and the, the only way that came about was because I was positive and because I really kept trying now it's so much easier said than done isn't it to be positive um but that, that's just what you got to do I, I think in, in these times just really keep trying keep going and eventually things will work out
0: exactly and I think the more applications that you go through the more interviews that you do the more experience you're going to get at doing those things and then hopefully at some point you'll reach a point where somebody wants you to come and work for them and you've just got kind of like you say, it's easier said than done, but you've just got to keep going, haven't you? And know that eventually <laughs> you'll get something.
1: Eventually. Uh,
0: yes. Okay, so let's fast forward You're starting your placement. At what point in the year did you start and what was your first day like?
1: so I started I remember the exact date it was August the 3rd and I was at the Borton site so there's four sites for traffic group signals and I was working for the first day at Borton on the water and you know the first day is just the health and safety courses uh the kit sizing meeting everyone for the first time walking around the office doing the how do you do's I'm Jack what's your name kind of thing <laughs> um j- just settling in really I think I was uh i think i'm lucky because i've always tried to diversify my skills ever since i could work i've made sure that i've experienced different kinds of workplaces so i have had quite a lot of experience working in offices prior to my placement i've worked in account coordination i've worked um, in an accountant i've had more customer facing roles as well and i think those different experiences really helped me feel at home when i started off so that first day um it certainly wasn't easy but I did feel when I got there that this was something that I'd not only been studying to do but also ever since I'd worked this is where where my aim was where my goal was and to be honest I was just really happy to be there especially in COVID because I'd been working part-time at ASDA um for a few months prior to that uh it was night shift work um awful hours and awful sleeping trying to do my uni work at the same time and it it wasn't a nice time I was just to be honest quite happy to get go to work at a reasonable time go to bed at a reasonable time and really put my university skills into practice. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay and you mentioned that you've had a lot of experience already you are only 21 so was that through sort of part-time jobs and internships that you managed to get all of that experience at your age?
1: Yeah, I I think it's all been part-time jobs, really. Um, Internships is something probably looking back, I would have maybe explored a little bit more. Um, But that being said, like I said, I've uh, worked in an accountant, account coordination. I've worked as meet and greets. I've done bar work. I've done uh, volunteer work. And while not necessarily doing operational or business-focused Um, internships or placements I think I've been able to gain an understanding of what different markets and what different sectors need to or what skills sorry that you need to have to excel in different areas and I think placement's a really good way of just putting those together and as well realizing that If you've got an accountancy lecture, you've got an operations lecture, you've got a marketing lecture, when you get into an actual job or a placement, you see how those things, they don't work separately. They're all together. Um, And that's what work and placements and experiences really tells you how and it teaches you, gives you the opportunity to um, just put everything together, really.
0: Mm -hmm. okay so um that all sounds brilliant I've got a little bit sidetracked there asking you about your previous experience before your placement um but if any of our listeners are looking for experience make sure you check out the job shop we'll leave a link to them in the show notes they can help you find part-time jobs so Jack you are you're currently working from home today aren't you are you doing a mixture of home-based and site-based
1: yeah exactly that I'm only on site if I need to be um, at the moment, that's good for me because I do need to be on site quite a lot. We're building um, an e-commerce site, so a lot of the data collection stage means that I physically need to be there in person to do it. And for me, I probably prefer that. I think I do definitely prefer being around people and um, around what we're actually doing rather than working from home. And I'm fortunate that I do have that blended approach rather than it just rather than it just being one or the other.
0: Uh, So can you talk us through a typical day on the job if you do even have a typical day perhaps you don't?
1: Yes I don't really have a typical day Um, I'm quite fortunate for the way I like to work that I do have quite a lot of autonomy in there I tend to plan everything I'm going to do uh, the Friday before the next week uh, because we have to say whether we'll be working remotely or what site we'll be on for test and trace that we have um, across the company. So um, yeah, there's always different things. One day I might be out meeting a supplier, the next day I might be at home, but then the next day I might uh, be taking photographs and collecting data and measuring things. It's It really, really does change. The, the one thing that does stay The same are some of the meetings that we have. So every day we have an MDI meeting, which stands for Managing Daily Improvements. Um, It's operations based and it just reviews how production are performing, um, any non-conformances, quality issues, and anything we need to be improving. And while it's not something that is directly related to my placement and my role within the company, it's quite nice to be able to gain uh, a wider understanding of how the business runs and see What's going, to, what's happening alongside what I'm doing? I think, as I previously previously said, with a placement you gel together all the different parts of the business and understand all of uh, the things that form a successful business. So having those regular meetings, along with all the different daily activities that I do, really helps me grow and develop as a professional person. Really.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm with you. I very much thrive on having variety in my job. I think if I was doing the same sort of thing every day, I'd, oh, I don't know, it just wouldn't be half as fun. So, completely understand where you're coming from with that. um Jack, we don't expect that everyone on placement is going to have a completely rosy time. So, have you faced any challenges while you've been on placement? And if so, how have you overcome them?
1: Yeah, there's definitely challenges, probably two that come to mind. Um, ah well the first one is how I prioritize and juggle my tasks as I said there's a lot of variety in my job um, I've got a lot of autonomy with how tasks are going to be completed and rather than necessarily having to follow a set program it's more this is the end goal you've got to achieve it tell me how you're going to get there so for me if I was to give you an example when we're talking about improving efficiencies improving our customer perception there really is so many different ways that you can go there, you could be meeting people, calling people, there, there's so much stuff to do and that was, I wouldn't say difficult for me, but I ended up probably trying to do too much at once and trying to juggle too many plates rather than focusing on what would give me the most value added time there and then. So the way I've got through that is to literally write out what I do hour by hour or half day by half day. And that attention to detail really helps me stay on track. And then if something else pops up, I can ground myself and realize, okay, this is what I need to achieve today. Where does this new task that's come up rank in importance? And then I can plan it in the future um, to make sure that it gets done in a timely manner. Another thing for me is my meeting control. Now, I think I'm naturally quite a talkative person. Um, I can end up saying a lot of words and As a result, uh, I can lose coherency sometimes. So I think sewing myself down and focusing on what I'm saying rather than just saying things really helps me be more effective in meetings. You know, staying to the agenda, staying to the end goal and constantly going back to that means that, you know, meetings don't overrun. We use our time um, to the best of our ability that we can and we get as positive an outcome as possible but those, those are probably two things that I've really had to focus on and you know always improving always trying to improve everything really.
0: And it sounds like your placement has been a great opportunity for you to develop those things because time management and that kind of personal awareness is something that a lot of people perhaps wouldn't get if they don't have experience in the workplace so It sounds like as well as all of the other skills and the knowledge that you'll have gained you've also had a great opportunity to develop as a person as well
1: i i think so i think it's important to just have that um balanced and rounded approach to things it's why i'm really looking forward to being back to playing rugby um again because having different parts in life i think helps you be more creative helps you feel better about things more productive it's great really and that's how i want to live my life
0: yeah okay great um so you said you're working from home mostly at the moment do you have any advice for other people who might be working from home because i think we'll perhaps be working from home for a little bit longer yet
1: yeah I, i think we will and to be honest i think post pandemic there will still be a blended approach there's no point driving. Um, hours for meetings that you could do remotely for the listeners actually i did a feature on some working from home tips you can find it on the careers and placements instagram page uh, the big takeaways for me are just making um, somewhere that's really nice to work from the listeners can't see this but i have a nice desk set up with some natural lights i've got led lights i've got a coffee water these things matter to me and they help me be more productive. I also, try and get up during the day. You know, walk downstairs, pop outside. Um, it, it it just mimics more what an office is like because there's no way if you are working in the office you'd sit there for eight hours typing at your desk all day. But at home, it's easy to do that. Um, something else I like to do is use my commute time or the time I'd usually be spent commuting um, in maybe an active way. So today um once I finish the work day, I'm going to spend the hour that I'd be commuting going for a run instead because I can make use of the fact that it's still light outside I won't have to wear a head torch or anything like that and it's nice because it breaks up the week and gives that variety that I think is really important to productivity and just feeling good you know
0: Yeah. And I think um, one of the other things that I would say is when you're working from home, it's very easy to, as you say, kind of have your head down and just be typing for eight hours. And I find something that really helps me is just keeping in touch with colleagues, um, turning my camera on, having a quick, even if it's just 10 minutes of, you know, catching up throughout the day, just because like you say, it mimics that office environment. Because in the natural world, you wouldn't just be, well, some people would be, but a lot of people wouldn't just be sitting on their own, talking to nobody, not going outside. So you've given some good advice there, Jack.
1: Well, I hope so. And I hope our listeners are enjoying it anyway.
0: (laughs) Uh, Okay, just a few questions left. Uh, The next one is, what has been the highlights of your placement so far?
1: I think the way that I live my life, I'd like to think that I try to enjoy the process rather than working to end goals as such. i I'll always have a goal in sight, but the only thing you ever really have is the present. So learning to enjoy getting up, learning to enjoy driving to work, learning to enjoy the first meeting of the day, learning to enjoy that present moment is where I find my most enjoyment because I actually can spend a lot of time worrying about the future, worrying about the past, and it's not really productive. Uh, but if I was to pick out one highlight um, it probably would be we made some pretty significant cost savings um, as a result of some work that I did I, I, I played a part in it I certainly wasn't the only reason that uh, we made those cost savings and it's nice because you can see there's a monetary side and or a way of measuring the work you've done uh, the positives of the work you've done sorry uh, but it, it's not something I like to bug myself down too much with because no one's there giving you a a round of applause once you've achieved something you might get a pat on the back and you might feel good for that day but the only thing you really have is the present. so enjoying the process is how I like to live my life both personally and professionally.
0: Okay great and how would you describe your placement in three words?
1: <laughs> well I'd probably use the three words of the pandemic you're on mute. It seems (laughs) like all I ever hear these days. It's so easy to get caught out. Uh, Fortunately, I I haven't had anything too embarrassing, but there's a few videos online, isn't there, of some people getting caught in some pretty embarrassing situations. And fingers crossed that doesn't happen to you and I, but who knows, (laughs) eh?
0: Yeah. Okay, and finally, what would you say to somebody who is considering doing a placement?
1: I'd just say get out there and do it one of the, well, the way I've lived my life through experiencing different things, professionally and personally, through different work experiences, through sport, through just saying yes to things, go out there, learn what you want to do. You'll find some things you don't like, some things you do like, but the only way you're going to find those out is if you give yourself the opportunity to experience them. So even if COVID has meant that you haven't got your dream placement, I urge you, please go out there and just experience it and you might find something that you love that you never even thought you would.
0: Okay brilliant Uh, I think that's everything that I wanted to ask you thank you so much again for joining us today hope you've enjoyed chatting to us.
1: Yeah I've really enjoyed it thanks Abby Um, and I hope our listeners have enjoyed it too.
0: That's a wrap. A big thank you again to Jack for taking the time out to chat to us today. hope you really enjoyed hearing his advice and everything that he had to say about his placement year. I thought it was a really interesting episode. Um, if you are a second year currently looking for your placement, don't forget that we do have a dedicated team of placement coordinators whose role it is to support you with your search. You can book appointments with them on Aston Futures or you can book mock interviews by emailing the placement inbox for your college and we'll be sure to list those in the show notes so you can make sure you're emailing the right people. Uh, if you haven't logged into Ask Some Futures before, by the way, it's really straightforward. You log in using your normal student login details and um, you answer a few questions and you'll be good to go. So definitely make the most of the support that's available to you. Um, it, it will make a big difference to your search. Okay, I think that's everything for me today. Thank you again for joining us, and we'll see you next time.